0: The eventualities of a growing national debt?
1: Well, I don't worry much because I regard it as a cinch that a great nation will in due time be ruined. (laughs) (laughs) So it's so it's just a question of time and, you know, where is Rome? Where is Britain in its heyday? They all pass. And so, our turn is bound to come someday, but I don't like thinking about it too much. It's like my own death. Why should I enjoy thinking about it? But is it coming someday? Sure, of course it is.
2: But you, you have no guess as to when.
3: No. You know, early. Welcome. It's uh, Tuesday, 28 November, year of our Lord, 2023. That is Charlie Munger. He's uh, just passed away at the age of 99. He was the wingman for the Oracle of Omaha, Warren Buffett, uh, one of the smartest investors. And there, um, Becky from uh, CNBC Squawk asked him straight up the question about the national debt. For a guy like Munger, who's about as tough a deal guy as you could get, he was really the guy who went in and grinded on the deals uh, that Buffett kind of thought of. Um, To have him sit there and say – I don't want to contemplate it. Every civilization must come to an end. Every empire comes to an end. And I don't like uh, thinking about it just like I don't like thinking about my death. Well, the um, uh, death has come for Charlie Munger. And will it come for the American Republic? Once again, remember, on the 18th of September, because of uh, McCarthy and these uh, gullible, naive, weak Republicans, and that's what they are, we passed uh, $33 trillion in the face amount of debt. We are today at $33.8 trillion. And by December 28th, at the latest, we will pass $34 trillion. That is 100 days and $1 trillion. And they don't talk about it. Up on Capitol Hill, they're coming back right now about, uh, and, and and still, the plan as I understand it is to leave on the 14th or 15th and take Christmas off and come back and deal with it in the new year. Speaker Johnson uh there's a clip of him we'll try to play it maybe later in the show he's sitting there talking about oh it's a priority that the Ukraine's a priority and we got to get it done of course we got to do some stuff on the border no that's all a gimmick and we will fight that tooth and nail uh we really respect you we like your christian values but you need to get a sense of urgency and quite frankly you just got to get tougher Hunter Biden's calling the bluff this is this is how you know Comer and uh and uh um, Jordan and all these guys—he's calling it bluff. and said, "Hey, I'll come. Ask me any question. Let's just go and do it on national TV." They're saying, "No, we got to do it behind closed door." Hey, he called you—they don't fear you. They don't fear you guys. They think you're a bunch of wimps. They're calling. And these people play for keeps. These people play smashmouth. That's why their way kind of rules and ours doesn't. This is the problem with the khaki uh, pants crowd in the in the blue blazers and the button-down blue shirts. They've rolled over for decade after decade after decade, and this is why we're in this fix. It's not that we haven't won elections. It's not that you people haven't worked your ass off. It's not that you didn't do what was necessary for your community and your family and your country. No, you were called to service. You served. You did everything you were asked to do. Is there anything you were asked to ever do that you didn't do? No. In fact, you did more. You did much of what you weren't even asked to do. Why? Because you're the backbone of American civilization. The backbone. And the people that represent you are just gutless cowards. Let's be blunt. There's a couple of good guys, but it's basically gutless cowards. The reason the media is so bad, they call them racist, they call them xenophobic, they're going to say bad things about me. I'm not going to be able to go to the club. I'm not going to go to the cosmopolitan club. I can't play a congressional. I can't play a burning tree. I can't do this. I can't do that. You get into the Mitt Romney, you want to be a statesman. You want. You want... Andrea Mitchell sit there and, you know, with her hand on her chin and say, this is a very wise man. This is the reason the way the country is. If you had people that fought, and you see Trump, they got him up for what? I don't know, 700 years in a federal prison, stripping him of all his assets, taking him off the ballot. If you fight back, if you stand in the breach, they're coming and they're coming hard for everybody with President Trump, around President Trump, supporting President Trump and coming for you, too. Remember, all they want you to do is be a drone, pay your taxes, let your pension fund, the little bits that you got saved up, yet let that be by the, used by the Warren Buffetts and the Charlie Mungers of the world to ship your jobs overseas, your manufacturing jobs, and then want to come back and take your social care. Nikki Haley, today, the Cokes came in big. Why? She's the one out there. Yeah, we got to get into entitlements. Hey, Nikki, here's what you got to do. You got to cut discretionary spending, particularly all the corporate welfare for the Cokes. You've got to increase their taxes dramatically. Let's do that. Let's cut discretionary spending. Cut out the welfare for Wall Street, for Silicon Valley, for the big corporatists. Let's raise their taxes. I say like 90% marginal taxes on their income. Yeah, I said it. I went there. Yep, yep, sure did. They, they, they drove this, all these progressives and open borders libertarians like the Kochs. They drove us into this mess, into this ditch. Why shouldn't they pay for it? Once we do all that and stop the welfare, stop the money to Ukraine, once we do all that, once we accomplish all that, we got a balanced budget, once we have all that, then I'm sure the working men and women of the United States are saying, hey, because you did all this, we are open to having a discussion, not making any changes, have a discussion on entitlements. But until you do that, F off, <laughs> because you're not going to touch your entitlements, the little bit they got – for one, they're in their 60s and 70s. No, not going to happen. Just living in a fantasy. But this is what the big donors think. In the next hour, we're going to talk about fentanyl, the CCP, the chemical warfare in the United States. But I've got to start with Steve Robinson up at the, uh, up at the main wire. We had him on a couple of weeks ago about the CCP, all these uh, Chinese nationals that have these marijuana, 300, I think, marijuana farms. One got busted today. Steve, uh, give me an update from the main wire.
0: Uh, Yes. Thank you for having me on. This facility was actually in Wilton, Maine, and it was located in the building that used to be the Bash Shoe Factory. Uh, They're not making shoes there anymore. And according to the general manager who was there when we interviewed him, uh, there were uh, four Chinese nationals not from Maine. One was from California, one was from Washington State, uh, one was from New York, and one was from Massachusetts. And they were operating a very, very large and sophisticated marijuana grow operation out of this property. Uh, The general manager told me they were paying ballpark $30,000 worth of rent. Uh, My back of the envelope calculations say they could have been making anywhere from 12 to $15 million a year uh, just selling marijuana at that facility uh, and likely manufacturing as well, refining it into extracts. It's one of four other facilities that the main wire has identified in Wilton alone. And within 20 miles of that uh, location, there's probably two, three dozen more. Uh, It's a it's a huge problem in Maine. The Department of Homeland Security estimates that there are between 270 and 300 of these facilities in Maine. I think based on my investigation, they're undercounting. They think there are 800 nationally. So Maine is really punching above its weight when it comes to allowing Chinese organized crime to uh, manufacture and distribute drugs in our state.
3: Remember, organized crime, uh, the Tongs were the partners of the CCP and always have been the partners of the Chinese Communist Party Um, because they're a criminal gang too, just the one that has state power, what they call it. Um, Were there any, were there any, this is going to be a tell. So were there any arrests?
0: There were no arrests made uh, in this investigation. And I would, uh, I I would not want to, uh, I guess, Monday morning quarterback a successful police operation that, uh, you know, took a million dollars worth of illegal drugs out of circulation and, you know, put put a big dent in their operations here. Uh, but I might have waited until the people were there attending their plants to do the bust, and I might have sat on the other facilities that are connected in Wilton alone and seen what happened. Uh, but the based on the amount of security cameras that were present at the site when we visited uh, it, I I'm 100 confident that the operators of this. Facility know that it was raided and watched in real time as it was raided, and have pro- probably gone to ground now and hidden at one of the many stash houses that are also located in the state of Maine. So the prospect of ever finding out uh, who uh, was operating this site—it's—it's it's very, very unlikely that you're going to be able to find these people. Uh, the owner of the building actually confirmed on the record for me that he cooperated with law enforcement, said he had no knowledge, uh, of what was happening in the building. And he wouldn't be required under Maine law to confirm whether or not these people had a legal license to grow the plant, uh, here in, in Maine. Uh, it's just not part of the laws. It's one of the things that they're doing is really taking advantage of our lax recreational marijuana laws and our totally unregulated medical marijuana laws basically given uh, cover. I mean, you couldn't design a better legal system for a foreign criminal organization to operate in. And when you combine that with this institutional um, allergy to doing anything that could remotely be construed as racist, then you get a perfect storm where these guys can operate with impunity, which they've done for three years. Uh, As I said, there's probably more than 300 of these locations throughout the state of Maine. And this is now the third time that there's been a bust on one of them. Uh, only four people have been arrested and charged uh, as a result of this entire operation.
3: Steve, where do they go to the main wire to find out more details about this? I want to make sure everybody gets access to this because this is part of the chemical weapon uh, assault on the United States. This is, a, this is uh, in um, unrestricted warfare. Fentanyl and, uh, and the marijuana are both chemical weapon attacks on the American population, Uh, where do they, where do they go, Steve?
0: Yeah. Our handles on social, everything is at the main wire and they can visit our website, the dot com. And we'll continue to report on this. There's, there's more coming.
3: Yep. Uh, It it, it looks like, it feels like maybe they did this one in conjunction and catching by very suspicious. The law enforcement here, very suspicious. We're calling them out very suspicious. I just don't understand why they didn't round up. The four guys. This is something they do. This is something they do with the cartels all the time down in the Rio Grande Valley. You know, have a bus, take take a million bucks off the table on something that makes 12 to 15 a year. But nobody's arrested. And, And it shows the population. Oh, we're doing something. We're arresting people. Anyway, Steve Robinson, thank you so much. Mainwire. Great breaking story. We'll be back to
0: you with more updates. Thanks, Steve. Let's
3: go. Let's go ahead. Last night, uh, a stabbing uh, an incident in France, uh, kind of inspired, they believe, by what happened in Dublin. Let's go ahead and play it. I'm going to bring Michael Walsh on. Okay, fine. We blew that. Just stop. Okay, when I, call for a call, when I call for a clip, let's get it. Michael Walsh, we'll get this after the break. Tell me, what's, tell me the implication of what happened in Dublin.
4: Steve. Uh, it's great to see you again. Um, well, back in the homeland, uh, uh, both of our uh, ancestries, and uh, we have a lot of problems. It's largely based on immigration uh, and the perception that immigration is way out of control. And what happened last week was uh, an Algerian, quote, immigrant, unquote, who happened to have been given Irish citizenship for reasons no one can explain, uh, uh, allegedly attacked uh little children uh, coming in and out of a a schoolhouse in in Dublin, and this was the spark that set off what's become a powder keg across the country, which is the notion widely held among the Irish people that they're being replaced uh, by foreigners under the guise of uh, European Union laws and obligations under international treaties about giving Unlimited, apparently, shelter to the people who come from countries. specifically right now. The Ukraine um, is uh, flooding uh, draft dodgers into the uh, Republic of Ireland, where they get the most generous spent in any country uh, in the European Union. And uh, basically, enough is enough right now. And yet, the government, which is completely Uh, obligated to the EU and access the EU's enforcer in what used to be a sovereign nation uh, is committed to this program of quiet replacement and has demonized uh, Irish, what we would have called patriots just a few years ago, uh, as far-right, this is their favorite word now, far-right agitators who set off this powder keg uh, in Centre City, Dublin. So the situation is quite Quite fraught at the moment.
3: They've taken in between the Ukraine and other foreigners. They've taken in a hundred, I think, twenty-five or hundred thirty thousand, thirty-five thousand in the last year. That'd be equivalent of the nine million in the United States. Nine million people. Is is this a powder keg? That's just not in the cities. Is it also in the rural thing? We got thirty seconds. I
4: want to bounce, but there's also a rural issue too. Yeah. Well, in my little village uh, in in West Clare, uh, we have 500 year-round residents and 900 Ukrainians. So you can see that it's throwing the ethnic and population balance of the countryside, which the government in Dublin despises, by the way, throwing it way out of whack. And the people just sit there and wonder, why are they doing this to us?
3: Okay, hang on for one second. We're taking a short commercial break. We're going to be back in the war room. Michael Walsh is in Ireland. We're going to go back, talk about this. Also, this incident in France. Doctor Malone is with us. Joe Allen's with us. Dave Walsh is with us. Sounds like an Irish day today. Back in a moment. I know this is hard to believe, but we're up against another government shutdown later this month, and our wise leaders deal with it how they always do, with more spending. While lawmakers are high-fiving, your savings account continues to lose value because more spending weakens the dollar. Now, end the cycle. Diversify into gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. And listen, when you open a gold IRA for every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Let me repeat that. For every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Just text Bannon to 989898 to claim eligibility before Black Friday. Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a gold IRA for no money out of pocket. And you still get the free gold bar. Don't let your savings become a victim of the further devaluation of the dollar. Remember, the BRICS countries are focused 100%. On de-dollarization. Text Bannon to 989898. Receive a free gold information kit. And claim your eligibility before Black Friday to receive free gold bars on your qualified purchase. Do it today. Action. 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 Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Charlie Munger. As tough a deal guy that ever existed on Wall Street. I mean, this guy's a beast. Okay. When he sits there, and these interviews he used to do with Becky Quick are, are legendary because a very smart guy. Not my cup of tea, but a very smart guy, a very tough guy, and really new capital markets, new deals, could really execute. When a guy like that that's doing these great interviews with her says about the debt, and, and this is a, a little while ago, but he says, I it really can't give you – his answer is, look, every great civilization falls. Rome fell. The British Empire fell. He says, I don't like to contemplate it, just like I don't like to contemplate my death. Think about that for a second. And this is a guy that's a pretty up in your grill individual. That debt now going to be $34 trillion a couple of days after Christmas, two days after Boxing Day in England. I added a $1 trillion in 100 days. Is there any emergency? Is there the pandemic? We're gonna get to Doctor Malone in a second. They're trying to. We had Alex Jones on this morning. had technical problems. Doctor Malone. We got him back up today. About uh, Drudge, the Mac Daddy on Drudge, the masker coming back. It's all over Europe. China's shutting down. Uh, they're they're doing a replay to get to the mail-in ballots. Make sure you go to Birchgold.com/slash Bannon. At the end of the dollar empire, you can learn all about it, particularly the debt trap. You're going to need to do it because we got to go to the ramparts again. I know we got a new speaker, but hey, guess what? It's just not good enough. We're in a crisis. I would love to sit there and pat you on the head, say it's all going to be fine. We're going to have a wand. And all, they're all going to say, Well, why'd you replace this guy? Well, look, we at we least did an upgrade. We have an honest guy that'll look you in the eye and tell you that in certain areas he doesn't know what he's doing, and he doesn't know what he's doing. I hate to say that. We're not going to take, look, the impeachment, and now they called you out. You got, you got Hunter Biden saying, and Abby Lowe, Abby Lowe, look, these are tough hombres. Abby Lowe says, yeah, you're going to give us a deposition. You're going to get that. How about this? How do we do on national TV? He'll answer any question. And you got these guys, ba-dee, ba-dee, ba Hey, if you're going to go after a guy, go after him. Let's roll. We got the goods. We can impeach Biden. Let's go. Let's start with Hunter. Let's put him on national TV for a week. Let's just go do it calling your bluff. you got to man up there. you got to get tougher. It's not just not good enough. I hate to say it, it's just not good enough. And I don't want to hear a bunch of excuses. I just got on the job. By other guys know. It's, it's, it's a crisis. You've got to learn enough. This is not quantum mechanics. Pretty, the math is pretty straightforward. Somebody's got to have the political will and the titanium stones to look the American people in the eye and say, hey, guess what? I don't think we can add a trillion dollars every hundred days. So explain to me how we're adding it. Explain to me what's happening. They've lied about every number. We've told you that. They said the deficit is going to be under a trillion dollars. It's two trillion, as we told you. They said the interest expense is going to be I don't know five hundred billion or six hundred billion. The interest expense is a trillion, as we told you. The first people to tell you, they didn't release the numbers. Uh, the for the for the uh, at year end took them three weeks. We're supposed to release it in, what in five business days. Why? We told you the tax revenues are not going to be five trillion dollars. They're going to be less, like four and a half. And it came in at four four. Why? The economy is actually slowing. The real economy slowing. They'll lie and misrepresent to you everything on every topic. And Johnson, these guys have got to step in the breach, and we got to see some leadership. We have got to see some guts. We got to see some balls. In Ireland, they've sold. I think about think about the Irish came over here. I had a thing up on uh, on uh, Getter a week or so ago. Nine and ten year old kids in the coal mines up there, and with the Molly Maguires up in in Pennsylvania, nine and 10 years old, nine and 10 years old, going down and doing a 16, 18 hour shift every day, six days a week. Those are the people that left Ireland, got kicked out of Ireland, came here and helped build this country. On the shoulders of those, in Ireland, the greatest people in the world, one of the, just a beautiful country, beautiful countryside, all of it, the most gutless, political leadership i think in the world that have sold those people out for their own benefit for, for they, they report to davos and brussels and the city of london and have sold the irish people out and look if, the, if irish if you're prepared to take it just like the people 35, if you're going to sit there and take it then guess what you deserve it the war room engine room tells me michael walsh uh they can see you and raise you the war room engine room because we do have elements of the war room engine room that labor away in Ireland daily for us. They sit there and go, hey, there's 30,000 There's thirty thousand Ukrainians in a small town of Yugal, I think it is, in County Cork.
4: Yeah, there's over 100,000
3: Ukrainians and, and they didn't bring their best, Michael. They sent the draft dodgers and the people want to get out of the country and not fight for Ukraine, correct?
4: Yeah, there's so many issues at play here, Steve. That, that town's pronounced Yall, by the way. It's a little fishing village where uh, the movie Moby Dick was shot back in the 50s, uh, written by Bray, Ray Bradbury. Uh, the Ukrainians have complete carte blanche to come into Ireland. Why? No one quite understands. But then again, we don't understand why the American government is shipping, and it's always non-negotiable, money to the Ukrainians. And that That's, that's a whole separate thing. One of the things I want to bring up quick for our audience, because it applies to us here in the States too, the media is 100% in the tank for the government, which does not represent the Irish people. It represents the EU. They are the occupying forces of the EU. I got in a lot of trouble back in Ireland a few years ago when I say that Ireland, after fighting the English for 700 years, where they took our language, our property, our names, our our money, uh, put us on coffin boats and sent us all around the world. After 700 years, we finally got free of these awful people. And now we couldn't wait to become a slave state of the European Union. And we are now a slave state. They view Ireland as a place for international business to do business for the population, which is quite sparsely populated across the rest of the country, uh, that they can be moved out, replaced, replanted. As you know, Steve, being Irish yourself, and I see we've got another Walsh and a Malone coming on later. So this really is a kind of story story hour for, for Patty here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but what they view Ireland as ripe for plantation, the way Northern Ireland was planted. And for Americans, you hear plantation, you think slavery and black people. In Ireland has completely different meaning. It means the replacement of the Irish Catholic natives with, in those days, the Scots Presbyterians, which is why Northern Ireland is a separate political entity to this day. The Irish people in Ireland, the real, the plain people of Ireland is the great writer of O'Brien, they are aware that they've been planted and replaced before and that they are now viewing it again. And as I say, in our little village, there's 900 Ukrainians and 500 people, half of whom are related to me, by the way. So this is a very personal thing for me. But the media is really the problem, Steve. The media is just a wholly owned subsidiary of EU. And finally, let me say this for Americans, beware of what you wish for. Because Ireland was forced practically at gunpoint into the European Union and now it can't get out and now its leaders, who are two of the worst people in the world, tell their own people you can't do anything about it, it's a done deal, it's over, shut up, sit down, you're far right crazy people. And finally the electoral system there, which is designed was designed actually back in the days of fighting about the treaty with the Brits, treaty and anti treaty long ago, a hundred years ago, everyone's forgotten it. Those two parties dominate the electoral landscape and make it almost impossible under this really weird ranked choice system of voting that the Brits imposed on them, and the only other country that uses it is Malta of all places, Uh, it's impossible for new political parties to get a toehold, which is why the conservative in Ireland is completely divided and conquered.
3: Michael, how do people get to your books? How do you get to your writings? We're going to have you back on. This is one that we're going to drill down on about the hate speech, about all of it, because there's a lot of Irish patriots there. That don't want to lose their country, and this is a great example. I keep saying it's going to happen in the U.S. by scale, the ranked choice voting, all of it. Where do they get to you, Michael Walsh? Uh,
4: Okay, I'm the editor of a website called The Pipeline, so it's the-pipeline.org. We mostly write about energy issues, but we're up seven days a week with new pieces on all of these uh, connected. problems uh, that the world has and Steve, as as you know, I wrote a book a couple years ago uh, called Last Stands, there it is, and I'm very pleased to announce that Macmillan which is my wonderful publisher uh, will be bringing out a sequel we'll be bringing it out uh, next year or in the winter time, uh, which is called A Rage to Live, A Time to Die 12 Battles That Changed the Course of History Literally Overnight So uh, uh, obviously you'll be one of the first to get a copy of that one.
3: Our, our, our audience loved Last Stands, brother. I mean, loved it. The, 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 uh, the hard cover and the paperback. Uh, Walsh, uh, thank you for coming on. We're going to come back to you. We've got a lot to say about Ireland.
4: Great. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate Mike it. Mike Walsh.
3: A hard-fighting Irishman right there. Dr. Malone, let's just put up the drudge thing. I'm going to hold you through the break, but just give me a quick hit. Drudge today went from the upper corner when we were going to have you on with uh, with uh, Alex Jones, and now it's the Mac Daddy. Uh, Europe, it's surging in Europe, uh, they're putting masks on in China. Uh, is this planned, you just came back from Romania, you guys come back and all of a sudden they go full bore. Are they afraid that you were ahead of the curve here and shutting this thing down, sir?
5: Uh, I wish that we were that effective, but the uh, Slovenia, Slovakia, and uh, the recent election of uh, Gert Wilders all suggests that there is some momentum. Uh, But the short version is, I think that this is another case of fear porn. It appears to be mycoplasma uh, with a background of respiratory syncytial virus and influenza virus. And uh, I think that this is another gross overreaction, but I do see a lot of masks on the planes coming from those areas of the world that are uh, very much caught up in the narrative.
3: I tell you what, uh, Doc, just hang right there. I want to come back to you and drill down this because this is going to drive everything. You're, they're going to pull out every stop to get to the mail-in ballots. You've got to have a pandemic. They got one coming from China again, and they've got one in Europe. I don't know what it is. It's the flu or, you know, people get a runny nose. Next thing you know, mask mandates all of it um birchgold.com slash Bennett that's okay guys if you start the music go ahead and play it <laughs> uh let's take a short break we're gonna be back in the warm in just a moment question who protects the troops who protect us. Well, we will. Imagine you're serving halfway around the world and you learn the title to your home, that legal document that proves it's actually yours has been forged and it's not in your name anymore. But we can't let that happen and we won't let it happen. Home title theft is a clear and present danger for all homeowners. And that's why I trust Home Title Lock. And now, Home Title Lock is protecting those who protect us and giving back. For every subscription you purchase from Home Title Lock, they'll donate one year of free service to a military family in your name. Our troops deserve the peace of mind in knowing that while they protect us, Home Title Lock protects their most valuable asset. We all need to protect the title to our homes. I'll share updates, but for now, please join me. Protect your home's title at HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon and use promo code Bannon. And when you do, they'll protect the home of a service member in your name. That's HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. Do this for the troops. Do it today. Use your agency.
5: Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon.
3: Okay, welcome back. Dr. Malone, I think this is what the audience needs to hear. It's the Mac Daddy on Drudge. There was a whole series of articles day they, they were linking to. Now it's got the big thing with the, you know, the uh, it's happening in China. It's surging in Europe. You guys have, for the last couple of years, you know, because everybody, hey, took this. This is going to be how it rolls out. It's either herd immunity or maybe we have some mitigating factors. Nobody thought of a vaccine or a vaccine could be created in 10 years but then as it evolved, a bunch of people like yourselves, and Dr. Bergen, many, many others, prominent people, Dr. McCullough, some of the best people in the country stepped forward and said, no, this doesn't make any sense. So as we sit here today, particularly with the MAGA right saying, oh, they got to do something to drive mail-in ballots again, and we're waiting for the next pandemic. Um, where do you think we are from a, from a, a scientist point of view, a technology point of view, Someone who looks at this analytically, where are we in this?
5: Uh, I'm not sure uh, what you're referring to, Steve. What uh, in terms of the COVID storyline? What's happening now is that it's becoming increasingly clear that um, I've dropped again. Uh, it's becoming increasingly clear that uh, there we go. I'm back. So thank you, Starlink. Uh, What's happened with the COVID crisis has become very clear that, in fact, the U.S. government was involved in the engineering of this and that uh, the origins group uh, in-house has uh, revealed considerable documentation concerning that. And uh, the latest drop is that we have Bob Cadillac. Uh, giving an interview to Sky News, in which he's basically trying to say, uh, "Sorry, guys. Yeah, I did conspire with Tony Fauci to cover up the lab leak hypothesis, but I I regret that and please forgive me." Cadlick being if if, if uh, Cash Patel wanted to uh, identify somebody who represented the the deepest of the deep state in the world of biowarfare and biodefense, that would be Bob Cadlick. Uh, so that's, that's, that story is, it's, it's really becoming untenable to assert that this was a natural origin virus. Uh, then we have another case so, of fear porn that has yeah. been generated, uh, which uh, starts okay, on, uh, let's see, it, it starts uh, with a ProMed Mail piece uh, on um, uh, the 11th, uh, no, 21st and then starts to get amplified uh no I'm sorry uh it's it's the 11th I was correct and then it goes to the 13th in which is a press conference by chinese authorities denying that this is a major problem what promed mail did was picked up on a little piece uh that was machine translated uh from a chinese broadcast station that talked about a surge in pediatric infections and the the, the truth behind this is that, yes, there's been a pediatric rush in some of the main hospitals because there's no barriers to uh, Chinese people using the uh, main central hospitals. And so they're coming in from the rural areas with their children because they're afraid right now because of all the fear that's been circulated. But what it is apparently happening is a combination of the usual winter uh Bad guys in terms of respiratory infections, influenza now COVID, respiratory syncytial virus, and another player that people are often not aware of that causes walking pneumonia, uh, and and that is mycoplasma. Uh, mycoplasma is a bacteria-like entity. It doesn't have a cell wall, but it's otherwise a bacteria, and it lives as an intracellular parasite, and it causes kind of a chronic. Uh, upper respiratory infection. A, a, as, a, as I mentioned, it's usually diagnosed as walking pneumonia, and it's readily treated with antibiotics. This one appears to be somewhat antibiotic resistant, but uh, is is really uh, readily taken care of. And the surge in the Chinese hospitals is really more of a cultural artifact in terms of how their medical system works. But this is now being amplified, and uh, it's been through a series of, of Events the WHO raised questions, and then we had a, a burst of amplification of the usual kind of fear porn uh, from uh, Reuters uh, and Yahoo News, and uh, you know Business Insider, of course, Al Jazeera. Uh, CNN, you know, Beijing hospitals overwhelmed with post-COVID surge and respiratory illness among children. And then today we had the tell where the Daily Mail dropped a story that Rahm Emanuel has decided to jump in and uh, share his opinions about this uh, um, serious questions about Chinese mysterious wild child pneumonia outbreak, which turns out, as I mentioned, to be um, mycoplasma. So uh, this Uh, has all the hallmarks of another fear porn story that's being amplified and spread. Now, the three viruses mentioned, actual viruses, all have vaccines, and uh, um, mycoplasma doesn't because it's not needed. You can easily treat it with antibiotics. So uh, this, what what I wanted to really come on, and thank you for having me on, is to warn uh, the posse to not fall into this uh, storyline that's being amplified right now. You're being, you're being manipulated uh, by uh, various forces that want to create this fear in this story that this is a you know potential virus. Well, there's no sign here that this is a novel virus. It, it is readily explained by the dynamics of the Chinese hospital system, what's going on there socially, the fear that's within the population. And uh, you know, a classic winter outbreak of uh childhood upper respiratory infections with RSV, influenza, uh COVID now, and uh mycoplasma. So so don't don't play into it, don't start the speculation about a novel virus that just feeds the beast. You're you're doing the work of the propagandists by by doing that. And and you know, from just the list of, of publications that I just shared with you. You know this is propaganda. This is coming from the left. This is coming from the usual players that have participated in this, CNN, Business Insider, Daily Mail, it's at Reuters, uh, and they all have ties in financing in the pharmaceutical industry. And I just beg you, please, don't amplify this story. Don't make it worse. Don't start the, the random speculation about a novel Perfect. virus, and don't Perfect. let them scare us.
3: No. We we knew something was up when Drudge started making it such a big day, a big deal early this morning, and then went to the Mac Daddy to drive it. Doctor Malone, we got to bounce. I want to have you back on. We want to get this uh, interview with Catholic and have you back on. So we'll come right Thanks. back to you. Where do people go to get all your to the Substack and uh, to get all your
5: uh, all your writings? Thank you very much, Steve. It's uh, RWMaloneMD.substack.com, and uh, in all the social media, it's at RWMaloneMD. Thanks a lot.
3: Thank you very much. Look forward to having you back on this Catholic situation over there at the committee. Dr. Robert Malone. It's fear porn, baby. Don't get worried, even though drudging these guys are trying to drive this narrative. We're going to break it all down for you daily as we go forward. Let's get Dave Walsh. Got another uh, another fighting Irishman here. Dave, I, I had you on, and, and I'm a, have you back before this debate that Hannity and Murdoch News are putting on, on I think a Thursday night, to highlight newsome and uh, and DeSantis and they're even talking now, they're trying to profile these guys for 2028. That's a lie. But Newsom particularly huge article today. And this is what I keep hammering about. This electric vehicle thing is a fantasy. And, 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 it, and if, it, if it gets pushed anymore, the taxpayers are already paying a half a trillion dollars a year for the illegal alien invaders. That's not in any budget half a trillion dollars there, are going to have to spend a trillion dollars that we don't have on infrastructure to charge these electric vehicles. So walk me through it. Newsom, who's the biggest talker of all on this, California is essentially nowhere. This is going to have to take a massive taxpayer bailout to make these things so you can charge the freaking thing. Uh, walk me through it, Dave Walsh.
6: Well, quick, since you mentioned the debate coming up, I hope Newsom partisans are watching War Room and listening carefully because I've attended two meetings in the last year where I've listened to Florida Power and Light executives extol that California is the model, the energy model for, get this, Florida, from their lips, Florida Power and Light executives, underneath the Public Service Commission appointed by Governor DeSantis. So I'm just saying, they're, they're saying, the dominant utility here, that California is the model for Florida as we're installing these uh 90,000 megawatts of solar panels. Now, as to the vehicle thing, Newsom is way, way behind on the infrastructure needed to power these with the battery chargers. By now, he was promoting he'd have something like 2.5 million chargers in place. He's got about 900,000 across the state. So they're woefully behind. So people are suffering with the massive inconvenience and the neurotic worry about, you know, where can I get a charge? B, how long is it going to take? Because most of what they're installing are the slow-speed AC that take from, uh, you know, an hour to two hours of time to charge a vehicle. The the more expensive version version is DC charging that's uh, high-powered up to 320 uh, kilovolts. You can get a charge in 20 minutes, but that's too costly. What they're mainly installing are AC slow-speed chargers that are, you know, one to two hours to do a vehicle, and and in one-third the quantity. He had been projecting by now. So this is a big driver of the uh, diminished purchases of these compared to what these economic models were by Ford, GM, and others that aren't happening. That uh, the inconvenience factor, in addition, of course, to the high cost, hold, 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 is turning hold, into a big
3: hold, negative. Hang hold, on. Hold, hang on. Hang on. Hit this because this shows you the common sense of the American people. The reason these numbers are falling through the floor and they're falling through the floor in the United States is, number one, the, the beginning cost, which is outrageous. But – People get a car for convenience. The the inconvenience factor here is enormous, and it's not going to change because we don't have the money to build out the trillion dollars, and California doesn't have the money. Do you see any dramatic change they ever catch up to where they have to be to to deliver a minimum of convenience to a a basic uh, working Joe out there?
6: No, they're so far behind now, but there's a couple issues on top of that. One is the complete lack of electrification. California already has a 35% electricity shortage, meaning it imports 35% of its power from Nevada, Arizona, Washington, Oregon. To begin with, the electric vehicle binge would cause Newsom State to need to double the generation capacity that it has already. And they they have no plans to do that. They have no plans in place whatsoever to build the power plants, which would be gas-fired power plants necessary to support the electrification of this binge, Therefore, the cost of electricity out there is going to advance by another two to three times over the next 20 to 30 years. To accommodate power purchases from others, beggar thy neighbor from the aforementioned states with rates that the PSC in California does not control, generation in neighboring states, costs of electricity are going to be the next shoe to drop to make these vehicles massively non-competitive competitive with with gas. And that's going to be a national
3: issue. Um, One more time. It's a huge national issue. That's why you're ahead of it. Uh, Real quickly, 30 seconds uh, for all the uh, Newsom partisans here. I just want to make sure one more time. You've heard from Florida Power and Light, people that are put on there by DeSantis, that their model is Gavin Newsom's California. I just want to make
6: sure I'm not misrepresenting that, right? Senior executives from FPL and two meetings I've attended in the last year have extolled the virtues of their model For the electrification of Florida is California, meaning you know 40% solar, 20% wind, very limited amount of future natural gas power plants here, as in running the ones they have, but not building any more for the next 20-25 years, solar only, based on the model that is California from their lips. Now this is in DeSantis' state where he he names the PSE members. I'm just saying, I'm just. This is happening here under his watch. So I hope Nelson mentions that. That's, Where do there they go? You go? Hey, Ron, <laughs> what, about, what about
3: that? <laughs> Dave, what's your social media? How do people get to you, brother?
6: Can you can get me on, at Dave Walsh Energy on Getter and True Social. Thank you, Steve.
3: Thank you, thank you, brother. By the way, you need energy? Go get a Warpath coffee. Warpath.coffee slash war room. Get jacked up for the afternoon show. Back in a moment. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. either as a consumer or a business owner. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com.
5: Here's your host, Stephen K.
3: Band. Okay, one thing we try to do here is set up the uh, the patriot economy, the alternative economy, uh, so you can stop giving your money to people that hate you. The other thing is the, the self-reliance and preparation, and the other is health, healthcare. A huge... Um, uh, issue out there about the Chinese Communist Party and the um, and the supply chain coming on your medicine. We'll talk about that tomorrow, about Jason Medical. You're right in the news on this. But in turbulent times, obviously, Birch Gold is uh, gold has been a hedge for 5,000 years. You can talk to guys over at Birch Gold, birchgold.com. You can talk to them about why that is, and you should talk to them. The other is My Patriot Supply. It's now time. Remember, in the old days, the preppers were kind of these weird people that thought the sky was falling. Well, hey, guess what? Look at what's happening in the world today. Just look at your own eyes. See what you see. You need to be self-reliant. You need to be prepared. If you're going to man the ramparts, you should make sure you get all of this nonsense, kind of check the boxes. Go to my Patriot supply. You do it today. They're the best company in the world. Remember, they started selling Patriot seeds out of a one-bedroom apartment in Salt Lake City, Utah, fifteen years ago. And today they're the industry-dominant player. So go check it out. Go to My Patriot Supply. I really love those guys. Uh, Joe Allen, can you tee this up what, what we're about to see? We're a little jammed for time, but I want to make sure everybody gets this and finds out where your speaking engagement is. Walk me through what this clip is we're going to see.
7: Yes, Steve, today Axios held an AI summit in DC. It's a follow-up to their uh, last one in San Francisco. We're about to hear Eric Schmidt, former Google CEO. What I want the audience to listen for is what we have been talking about for years now. He is talking about the creation of AI systems that he believes are extremely dangerous. He is promoting the use of these systems for uh, weapons and uh, autonomous uh, uh, aerial drones. And uh, ultimately, he lands on AGI as a meaning, uh, a source of meaning in society. So if Denver wants to roll it, uh, let it rip. Let's go roll.
1: There is a complete agreement that there are systems and scenarios which are dangerous. And in all of the big models, the ones that you encounter, again, we're using um, GPT. You'll see this with BARD. You'll see this with Claude 2 You'll see this with Inflection. You'll see this with Anthro- uh uh cetera. All of them have groups that basically look at the guardrails and they put constraints on it. They say, thou shalt not talk about death. Thou shalt not talk about killing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at the, e, uh, the UK event, which I was part of, the UK government took the bait, took the ideas, decided to lead. They're very good at this. And they came out with very sensible guidelines. And because the US and the UK have worked really well to go, together, there's a, a group within the National Security uh, NSE here that is particularly good at this. And they got it right. And that produced this EO, which is the longest EO, and I think in histories of, of executive orders, which says that each of the aspects of our government are to get organized around this. If you look at what we're doing collectively, it's not enough. We're not claiming this is the end solution, but it's the beginning. You've been very focused on Ukraine, and you said something very interesting. You said that a drone now is not something that flies around. It's a potent software platform. When I started trying to help the Ukrainians, the Russians didn't really use very many drones. Now they have twice as many drones as the Ukraine. So I think it's a reasonable prediction that you're going to see these platforms get built and these platforms will have a software component. And this is a very very big deal and I know it's something that you personally are interested in because we've talked about it before is these are steps toward more automatic war. And those steps in terms of using software and integration and sort of new weapons they come out of they come out of necessity. Right, So word is unfortunately drives the necessity of the invention. I think we're going to see this technology applied there. Uh, I'm obviously from Google. Google is a competitor. I'm not trying to make a partisan argument. I'm simply saying that OpenAI's mission is to invent AGI. That is general intelligence. That is a very important mission. Very, very. If you want your life, as a bit of personal advice, okay. I'm old enough now I can give personal okay. advice um we'll do
3: this i gotta get you back on tomorrow the buried lead there the executive order the biden signed that we talked about supposed to cure cancer it's not he said the buried lead right there the entire government every department is revolves around this now uh we got to bounce uh i'm gonna have you back on tomorrow to break this down but give me tell me the afi event i want to make sure everybody can see you in person where do they go joe
7: if you're in the Los Angeles area, it's the uh, American Freedom Alliance go- going to do a literary cafe there with Karen Siegman. You can get the tickets right at the top of my social media at J-O-E-B-O-T-X-Y-Z. There's only a few left. So if you want to come out, come out and uh, grab that ticket. It's promo code j o b o t for yep. 10% off. Thank you very much, Steve.
3: This, this, yeah, this Axios uh, thing today that Mike Allen then put on is very important. We'll break it down in more detail tomorrow. We got to because AGI is coming, folks. Godlike super intelligence. They're building it right now. Okay, uh, Joe, thank you very much. Uh, The next hour, we're going to go to Taiwan, and it's going to shock you what we're going to tell you about. There's an election coming up that's going to be the second most important election in 2024 in back of ours. It's in January, and we're going to have a raft of folks to talk about the security of Taiwan, everything that's going on in Taiwan, and quite frankly, the CCP's effort to take over the nation by the ballot box. Mike Lindell, uh, we're not going to let him take over my uh, pillow because we're fighting back hard. Talk to me one more time about the deals we're offering exclusive to the War Room Posse.
2: Yeah. Thanks, Steve. I'm uh, getting ready here. I'm heading out to the West Coast. I have three speaking events over the next couple days, but you guys have made it all possible with the War Room Posse. So I don't have to worry about all my employees back there in the factory. So we're running our specials from Cyber Monday. We're going to run them this week. Uh, You can get the MyPillow 2.0 that we're all in the manufacturing for 50% off but free shipping on your entire order. We're doing this using the promo code WARROOM at MyPillow.com backslash WARROOM or just MyPillow.com. But call the operators, get get them uh, them all, they're all here in the US, 800-873-1062. Everything we're keeping on sale with the promo code WARROOM, we have over, I think it's close to 300 SKUs where you guys can check it all out. There's the MyPillow 2.0. The Giza Dream sheets, the Percale bed sheets as low as $24.99, the promo code WARROOM. Don't forget the towels. We have towels as low as $29.98 for a six-piece set. But here's the big ones, everybody. Get the My Pillow topper, the bed toppers, and the My Pillow beds and the mattresses. There you get free shipping on top of those huge discounts with the promo code WARROOM. People are taking advantage of that and – and uh, you should too. Turn that, turn any bed okay. into the best bed ever,
3: Steve. My, MyPillow.com, promo code War Room. You get all the specials, all the deals, or 800 873 1062. Let's keep those folks fully engaged. Mike Lindell, thank you. Short commercial break back for the second hour. You're not going to want to miss it. We're going to get you ahead of the power curve next in the War Room. For War Room. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Soul It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 people